Hey, Kaladia, it's so great being with you once again as we start off 2024. And um, there are a few things that we've spoken about in the past couple of weeks, and it's all got to do with becoming better. Because what we said in the beginning is you don't need a better year, you need a better you. Because if you enter this year just being the same person, guess what? You're probably going to have the same experience. And so we spoke about our habits and said that if you hope for a better year, hope is good on its own, but it won't change your life. Habits will. And so we spoke about having better habits this year. And last week we spoke about making better choices because we said that the quality of your choices will determine the quality of your life. And today I want to speak about something different, but it is sort of the core and the foundation of who we are. And so maybe you can think for a moment with me about the people in your life, the people that you know, and maybe one or two or three people that you know, you can describe as a character. Do you have those people in your life? They're just characters. They, they have a great sense of humor. They're the life of the party. They have maybe some quirks or things that uh, are a bit strange, but they're a character. And very often when we speak about the word character, we, we refer to people in that sense. We refer to the way that they're made up, their personality. But someone once said, being a character and having character are poles apart. They're two completely different things. And today I want to speak to you about the character that you carry, the person who you are, because I believe that the character that resides within you is the basis for growth in your life. If you don't have character, there's no place from which to grow, from which to develop, from which to really improve who you are. And you might have habits that are good and you might be able to make good choices. But in the end, if your character is flawed, that will lead you to a place where you eventually fall apart. And so I believe if we want to grow in our lives as Christians, if we want to grow in our lives as people, as people living in relationship, that character is absolutely vital to who we are and who we are becoming. But here's the bad news, and we're starting off with this. And it's not necessarily bad, but it's just true. You are today who you have been becoming, and you will be tomorrow who you are becoming today. There's intentionality in that. And unfortunately, in our society today, character is very undervalued. It's very, very undervalued because there are so many things that, that vie for our attention that we sort of forget to develop character. That person, the, the inner man or the inner woman, that, the person that sustains you going forward. And character is extremely valuable. It is extremely valuable. It is, it is the pivot around which your life rotates. It is the foundation on which your life is built. And maybe just two thoughts regarding the value of character, because in today's society, most of us are trying to build our reputation. We're very much focused on reputation and image and what people perceive 
of us and how we come across. And so we develop all these skills to sound better, to work better, to look better. I mean, maybe you've seen it. Maybe you've done it. Maybe you're doing it. You know, it's just Instagram selfies and, you know, making sure that you've got the right filter on that photo and, you know, writing the right caption to your social media posts so that your life will look a certain way. And it's not only restricted to social media. I know social media gets a bad rap. And I think there are very good things that you can do with it. But that sort of spills over into our lives is that we try to make this image, we try to cultivate this reputation of who we are, what our lives look like, so that we might just look good, so that people would smile at us and, and maybe just like us. I think that's one of the reasons why one of the biggest issues today is that even in a society where there are more people on this earth than ever before, that most people feel alone. Because reputation doesn't really carry you very far. Character does. Dwight Moody, a well-known preacher, he said this, If I take care of my character, my reputation will take care of itself. See, character is so important to your life. It is the foundation on which your life is built. I mean, Jesus spoke about this in Matthew chapter 7 when he said that you can build your life on something. He says you can either build your life on the rock, which is him, or you can build your life on sand, which in this instance I believe might be your reputation. You can build your life on your reputation, but that's like building on sand. It won't last when the storms of this life comes. And so reputation is what people think of you. Character is what you and God know about you. That's the inner man. That's the inner person. That's the strength from which you function in your business, in your life, wherever you work, wherever you are, wherever you find yourself. Character is the, the foundation and the basis of our reputation. Our reputation stems from that. It shouldn't only be something that we work on, our reputation. We should be working on who we are becoming and our reputation will follow. And that's the first value of character is that character sustains you, it holds you, it builds you. But the second value of character is that it brings immunity or resistance to sin. Very often when we fall and stumble, when temptation comes around, it hasn't got anything to do with a lack of personality or a lack of hope, or a lack of wanting to do the right thing, usually it's a character flaw. Usually we haven't really developed the character to, to withstand temptation, to stand when things are going tough. And we're going to talk about instances or things in our life, moments in our life that actually test our character. But that's what character does for us. It, it sustains our life. It's the foundation of our life. And secondly, it brings a bit of immunity and resistance to sin. A writer by the name of Sherman Wallace said the following, A man's strength of character may be measured by his ability to control his passions instead of letting his passions control him. If we allow our lives to be like rivers 
and it just flows in the direction that it wants to flow. It will probably flow in the direction of least resistance. But character is something different. Character is saying, hey, I've built my life on something else and I will maybe resist a few things. I will not just allow my life to flow in any direction. I choose something different. But there are a few moments in life where our character is tested. And one of those moments is a crisis. A crisis is a moment where your character is tested and not only tested, it's a moment where your character is demonstrated. Now Romans 5 verse 3 to 4, Paul writes this. He says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like this verse. Because somewhere in the back of my mind, I have started to believe a certain Christian story that says, when you follow Jesus, your life should go right. But I, I'm sure if I had the opportunity to stand in front of you and I asked, listen, just put up your hand if you know this isn't the truth, most of us would put up our hands. Following Jesus doesn't automatically mean that our life is just working out. St. Paul writes this. He says, when we have problems, when we have struggles, when we're going through stuff, we can rejoice in that. I mean, it just sounds contradictory. It sounds like, Paul, what are you talking about? But then he explains why. He says, because we have a different understanding. And he says this, for we know that they, the trials and the problems, help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope in salvation. Paul is saying that moments of crisis have the opportunity to strengthen your character, but it also reveals the character that you have developed up until now. Aaron Arnold said this, you don't make character in a crisis, you exhibit it. Hey, you might be facing a crisis right now. Things might not be working out. Maybe 2024 started out on a really bad note and you have a crisis in your life. You're struggling with things and you're working through things. I want to tell you today that this is an opportunity to develop endurance and build character in your life. This is what develops the strength of character that you need. And your character is revealed in a moment of crisis. The second thing, or the second moment, where our character is tested is our commitment to the truth. Now, these days, truth seems to be very fluid. We make up truth as we go along. And a Bible commentator, a theologian, Warren Wiersbe, he said the following, Character is built on decisions, and bad decisions will create bad character. Hey, there are moments where truth springs up in your life. There are moments where you are confronted with the option to either speak the truth or stand for the truth, or maybe just, you know, go the path of least resistance. Maybe just keep the peace and maintain harmony in your life. 
But character is revealed in those moments. Sometimes in order to have a strong character, we need to stand up for the things that are really hard to stand up for. The things that we believe to be true. And this is sort of a foundation of our life as well. It's, it's part of God's character as well, that He is a God of truth. In Psalm 89 verse 14, it's written, Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Unfailing love and truth walk before you as attendants. When we follow Jesus, we have this obligation to have a commitment to the truth. And then thirdly, our character is tested in the moment of choice. Last week we spoke about making good decisions, making good choices. It determines the quality of your life. But those choices reflect what's already inside. It reflects the character of who you are. And the moment between stimulus and response, in that moment where we have the option to choose, our character is reflected, it's revealed in what we choose. And sometimes we think we're just making decisions on the fly. But as I said in the beginning, you are today what you have been becoming. And very often, the decisions that we make, those things that we think, oh, we just made this decision, it is accumulation of who you've been becoming. It is a reflection of your character, of who you are. Because character is made by what you stand for, not what you fall for. And in those three moments, character is revealed. The moment of crisis, your commitment to the truth, or the moment of choice. That's where character becomes evident. And if you want to know what your character is, or you want to see what someone's character is like, just put them in one of those situations. Test their commitment to the truth. Test your own commitment to the truth. What happens in the moment of crisis? What happens when you choose? Those three moments are key moments to identify character strengths or even character flaws. And I believe that God wants His children to grow spiritually, but you can't do that without a foundation of character. And therefore, we come to this question. Practically, how do we develop and build character? Because it's not reputation. It's not just what people think about you. How do you develop the inner man, that person that God looks to? Because the Bible teaches God doesn't look as man looks. He doesn't see as man sees. He looks to the inside. He looks at the heart. He sees your character. He sees what's inside, what's happening there, what's bubbling up, what's really going on. He sees the foundation of your life. And character is like the foundation of a house. It's not always seen. But when the storms come, when these tests come, the foundation reveals itself. It's not even seen, but when the house stands, you know the foundation's strong. And so many of us fall apart in a crisis. So many of us are not committed to the truth. So many of us make bad choices in that moment of choice and we succumb to temptation. We do all of that. And it's primarily because we have never really actively and intentionally worked and built our character. And so today I 
I want to give you one thought. Just one thing. Because we could talk about 50 different ways in which to build your character, but I know you're not going to remember that. I'm not even going to remember that. So we're going to talk about one thing that I believe is crucial to becoming a person of character and therefore becoming a better you in 2024. Because God's intention with us as His children has always been that we will be and carry the character of His Son, Jesus. Paul writes it in Romans 8, verse 29, and he says this, For God knew His people in advance, and He chose them to become like His Son, so that His Son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. God wants us to shape our characters, to align our characters, our being, our inner man, to be like Jesus. Now, I am very far from being like Jesus. Over the years, I might have developed one or two character traits that reveals Jesus. But if you really want to ask me, are you fully conformed to Jesus? Do you exhibit the full character traits of Jesus? I would have to say no. And I'm sure most of us would have to say no to that as well. And so therefore we have some room to grow. And if we want to grow, once again, we grow from the foundation of our character, from who we are. And the one major thing that develops character is something that in today's society as well is sort of disregarded. It's a word that is characterized or characteristic of God. You see it throughout Scripture. In, in various ways, the word is mentioned. And it's, it's this one word. If I could give you one thing to work on this year that will develop character, it's this word faithfulness. We serve a faithful God. And, he, and that word faithfulness, it's got a lot of synonyms and things that's related to it. And when you read scripture, you see God is loyal. You see he is committed. He is diligent. He's the one who remains steadfast. He is the one who is the solid rock that never moves, that never changes, and that translates into faithfulness. Hey, but faithfulness is really scarce these days. We just chop and change and do things that suits us. And that is detrimental to faithfulness. I mean, if you want to see how this works, just, just invite someone for dinner and see how many people actually commit and remain faithful to whether they said yes. I mean, it's so easy these days. People invite you for dinner, and the day before, you just don't feel like going, and so you just cancel on them. I mean, that's just one thing. But how often do we do things like that? And we might say, well, you know, life happens, and things get in the way, and we have to cancel. And I understand there are times that we really do need to cancel because there's a crisis, or things are just not working. These days, in my experience, we don't find a lot of faithful people. People that are committed to the truth. People that stick to their word. 
I mean, it's, it's so scarce these days that we can't even make a deal in business by just shaking someone's hand. So we need to go to the papers and need to sign things. But most of us know that even that signature, even that contract is not even worth the paper it's printed on. And so we rely on judges and courts to keep people to their word. That's just a reflection of an unfaithful society. And if we want to reveal the character of God, I believe we need to become people that are faithful. Stick to your commitments. Honor your promises. No, just, just carry on with things that you've committed to. Don't stop short of the line. And Jesus tells this story in Luke chapter 16, verse 10 to 12. And we're going to spend just a couple of minutes on this story. And this whole thing, Jesus spoke about money and the way that we handle money. Now today I want to put it in a little bit different light. I don't want to talk about money. Because I believe in the three verses that we're going to read, we see three things that we need to be faithful in. Three things that if you want to be spiritually mature, if you want to be a spiritual leader, if you want to grow in your spirituality, there are three things that you need to be faithful to in order to grow, in order to build your character. And so we're reading together Luke chapter 16, verse 10 to 12. It says, if you're faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things or unfaithful in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you're untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with the things of your own? So according to this passage, we can safely give spiritual responsibility to people who have exhibited three things, three areas of faithfulness. And the first one we find in the first verse, verse 10. And that is faithfulness in small things. Man, if that's your character, character is what God knows about you, what you know about yourself, can you really say that I am faithful in the small things, the little things that nobody sees, that nobody knows, that nobody watches over my shoulder for me to do, those little things, can I be faithful in those things? Because Jesus says, if you are not faithful in those things, guess what? You are not going to be faithful in the bigger things. But that's the problem of reputation. We dream about the big things. We dream about being big, about achieving much. And we forget that those big things are built on the faithfulness to the small things. It's not the big things. It's the small things. You know what that one guy said? He says, it took me 30 years to become an overnight success. We see the social media posts of people being big successes. And we forget that it's been built on small things. Done well done diligently, done faithfully. Maybe your marriage is in a state of disrepair because you've neglected the small things. Maybe your children are a source of hurt in your life. They've gone through school, 
They're living their own lives. And maybe you realize that I neglected the small things. Maybe your health is deteriorating because you neglected the small things. Drinking enough water. You know, maybe doing a 10,000 steps every day or whatever you needed to do. But there are small things. They have big consequences. Being faithful in the small things builds character. The second thing, if we talk about spiritual growth, we find in verse 11 where Jesus says this, you need to be faithful in material things, things that you physically handle, things that God has given to you, whether that be your car, your house, the people in your life, uh, whether that be finances, whatever it is, are you faithful in handling material things? Faithfulness is key. Do you do what you said you would do? Do you commit to complete the whole process of what you committed to? Is your yes your yes and your no your no? It's all to do with faithfulness. And sometimes we want promotion in God's kingdom without the ability to remain faithful to the small things or to the material things. Because somewhere in our mind we have disconnected these two. We think, well, spiritual things are spiritual things and material things are material things. I am convinced that God looks at your life in the way that you handle the material things that He's given to you. And maybe, just maybe, according to this, He's determining your spiritual ability to lead in His kingdom. So it's faithfulness in the small things. It's faithfulness in material things. And thirdly, it's faithfulness in handling other people's affairs. Now, it's not just handling other people's stuff. It's other people's affairs. Are you faithful to the person you're working for? Are you faithful to serve and to do what is expected of you? Are you faithful in handling their things? Because let me tell you this, if you can't handle someone else's things, God will probably not give you your own things. That's what Jesus says. Faithfulness is so underrated, but it is the one big thing that determines and builds character in our life because faithfulness requires endurance. To be faithful means going all the way, saying yes and sticking to your yes, committing to what you've committed to. And that's what Paul says. When you say yes, when you commit to things, guess what? There are going to be tough times. But when you stick it out, it builds endurance and it builds strength of character. Faithfulness might just be the one big key to developing character in your life. And here's the, the hard part. You can't dream yourself into character. You hammer and forge yourself into one. It's hard work. Once again, Paul writes this. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 26 to 27. He says, so I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Paul is saying, Developing character is not something that just happens automatically. It's something that you actively do. And I believe that if you start working on your character by being faithful, maybe 
in me speaking to you, maybe something's popped up in, in your head and you think, well, I need to be a little bit more faithful in this area. I need to be a little bit more faithful in doing this. I need to maybe not say yes so much. I maybe need to say no a little bit more so that when I say yes, I can actually stick to it. Whatever it might be, I trust that this will be a year where your character grows, where the foundation of your life becomes more solid. So that when the storms of this life hits, your house, your life, your family, your business will stand. I pray that for you. And I want to leave you with two quotes by two philosophers. Heraclitus said this, character is destiny. And Aristotle said, character is determined by choice, not opinion. If you want 2024 to be better, remain faithful, whatever that might be. Maybe you made a commitment to someone, stick to it. Maybe you made a commitment to your church where you're serving and you said, well, I want to volunteer. I want to do something. And you know, maybe sometimes it's tough. Stick it out. Stick to it. Stick to it. Remain faithful. It's in those moments that your character is developed. And my prayer is that you will be a person of unshakable character because that will shape your life when trouble hits character is what enables you to make good choices and develop good habits so father i pray that you will help us to remain faithful and as your spirit speaks to us now and maybe just highlights a few areas of where we need to remain faithful father i pray that we will be faithful in small things we will be faithful in handling material things and we will be faithful in handling other people's affairs so that your character might be revealed through us. And we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May you have a great Sunday. God bless you. Keep well.